For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone, recording this from Panhandle, Texas. It's apparently a city. I-40, uh, just east of Amarillo, Texas, as I am driving back west. But I'm back, baby. After last week and a little hiatus... Uh, due to bronchitis I had. Acute bronchitis. Nothing cute about it as far as I'm concerned. But got through the shows, got through the tour, and I am excited to give Mike a call because it's a big week. Pretty big week last week too, and I'm a little sad I missed it. But we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about all kinds of great things right now. Mike. Shane. How are you? Oh, can you hear me? Barely. Can you hear me? Hey, he's there. Much better sounding now. Oh, good. Yeah, I was, I was, in, I'm in a car and I was like using uh, Bluetooth and then that, that's just not what you want to do. No, definitely not. Not when you're recording one of these things. Exactly. You know, 
Yeah, greetings from uh, Panhandle, Texas. Just uh, oh yeah, I'm about uh, 30 miles east of Amarillo right now. Nice. What are you up to out there? Oh, just driving. You know, back west. Oh yeah, my car. Just for shits and gigs. Uh, no, not exactly. Just relocating my automobile uh, oh, for west. Sure. So, yeah, it's a it's a big drive, but uh, I got a little help here. Hell yeah. Uh, it's a big bird plushie driving the car at the moment. Nice, nice. It's great. Yes. Love that. Birdie. Love, love Big Bird. Love, oh, love Big Bird. Underrated. One of the best. Definitely, for sure. One of the best. So, um, yeah, I missed you last week. Um, yeah. But I am feeling better, better, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I had, I had to go to the doctor. I had to get on steroids and antibiotics and, like, all this different shit to get through mm-hmm. the shows. Um, but it, I'm healed up. I feel really good now. A little bit of a lingering cough, but but um, it's great. And uh, you did a great job last week. I love the episode. Thanks. I appreciate it as always. Yeah, some pretty big, pretty big week actually. Yeah, I mean there was a lot to talk about. Yeah, the top nine. I mean top there's nine. there's a there's a ton in there. Um, you want to jump into that, or you want to? You got any news for us? Uh, got some news. Got a bunch of tours. All that fun stuff. Um, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, sure. A lot of these tours are around festivals. So I'm going to just start off with the festivals. We got the full lineup to Blue Ridge Rock Fest. It's huge as every year. Yeah. I'm not even going to begin to get into it, but there are some crazy days on here. Like specifically the Friday, you get to see Lorna Shore, Job for a Cowboy, Polyphia, Knocked Loose, Sleep Token. Like, yeah, crazy. That, that's the day that hits me good. I'm like, oof. Yeah, they've, they've done. They've done a real like next level job with Blue Ridge. It's the third year in a row that people mm-hmm. are like minds are being blown. And um, I got to play it last year. And yeah, let me tell you, man, it's it's a whole spectacle. It's massive, oh, sure. spread out. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. And they've had a little bit of organization problems the last couple of years. Hopefully this year they kind of have it dialed in. I know last year was a lot better than the year before, but uh, it's still the lineup is not to be missed. Yeah, I mean, that's anything too. Plus, they don't really, it's not like Live Nation backed, if I remember correctly. It's not Danny Widmer Presents backed or anything like that, right? So, you know, they're figuring it yeah. out. They don't have a lot of the experience that just comes with this stuff. Well, they sure have the bands. So. For sure. Uh, kind of leading around that, we've got a tour from Memphis Mayfire, Norma Jeans, and Secrets. Pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a European tour from Kublai Khan. Pretty cool if you're into that. Hell yeah. Um, we have Attila with the About That Life 10-year anniversary tour, taking oh, out wow. Gideon 1056 and Until I Wake. Huge. God, it's only been 10 years. I feel like they've been around forever. I know. But then like, I think <laughs> about that and I'm like, oh my God, I was an engineer at that point. I was in college. Like, it, It's making me feel old, let me tell you. Crazy. Wow. And that new Attila single, pretty good. Yeah, not <laughs> bad say. for sure. Totally clean and mm-hmm. uh, Franz sings and it's like pretty good. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting a huge, 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 huge up in the North Canadian tour. Uh, there's a couple US states up here in the Midwest and stuff, uh, but counterparts taking out like Moss to Flames, Boundaries and a band we've been talking about a ton, Omerta. Yeah. Absolutely love to see it. We have been talking about them a lot. Yeah, it's uh, that's great. I love the diversity, um, and yeah, I mean, counterparts—they're having a real moment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, band is bigger than they've ever been. 
which is great because I think they're probably making some of the best music they've ever made. So you, you'll love to see it. For sure. Uh, we're getting a small U.S. and Canada, mostly Canada tour from the Acacia Strain, Fit for an Autopsy, and Escuela Grind. Absolutely amazing. Uh, love all three of those bands. Make sure you check that out. Yeah. Um, we're getting a U.S. and Canada tour from Born of Osiris, Upon a Burning Body, and Traitors. Massive stuff. Yes. Uh, LS Dunes going on tour. I don't know who they're taking out, but they're kind of filling in some days in between the various festivals that they're playing. Yes. No, I've heard rumors about them also maybe being on another tour. I can't say anything about that. Mm -hmm. But yes, um, if you're trying to see LS Dunes this year, I think you're going to be able to. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, And you should. Probably one of the coolest tours that got announced. Uh, Orthodox is taking out Chamber, Momentum, 156, Silence, and Cell. I think that's a super sweet hardcore tour. Hell yeah. Really good. Um, Just dope. Uh, we got the first bands off of Ship Rocked. Headliners are going to be I Prevail, Kill Switch Engage, Beartooth, Highly Suspect, Code Orange, and Bad Flower. You can also see bands like Dayseeker, Dorothy from Ashes to New, Yonaka, The Warning. I don't know. You know who you won't see on uh, Ship Rocked? Who is that? Is August Burns, August Burns Red. Yeah. Because August Burns Red is on the Emo Cruise. I was just about to talk about that. I was trying to help you with a little segue there. Yeah, I was going to talk about Shift Rocks a little more, but I guess it kind sure, of applies ahead. to oh, Emo's Not Dead for me too. Yeah. Um, Emo's Not Dead, Yellow Card, Mayday Parade, Story of the Year, August Burns Red, Senses Fail, Devil Wars Prada, Charlotte Sands, Armor for Sleep, and then obviously like Your Broken Hero, Reclaim the Fallen, all the Emo's Not Dead bands. Yeah. Pretty solid lineup. Really solid lineup. And don't get me wrong, I love ABR. They're some of my best friends, but I got to give them a little ribbing for being on the emo cruise. Oh, for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, like I don't really hear a lot of emo when I listen to August Burns Red. I mean, obviously, yes, they are scene adjacent um, mm-hmm. and and everything. Um, but that one, that one, I thought was kind of funny. Um, but it is a great lineup, man. And uh, sure. yeah, it's great that the the emo, um, the emo's not dead. People put together. Uh, another great lineup and it was a lot of fun last year. So I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, stoked, stoked for everybody that gets to go to that one. Mm -hmm. I really like the idea of these cruises myself. Um, I don't know, both of these lineups, I think they're good, but they don't have that like one band that pushes me over the edge that I'm like, man, I really want to go and pay cruise money to see this festival. Right. Like I'm sure it's a great time either way, Mm -hmm. but Maybe I've been I've been spoiled by seeing the lineups for seventy thousand tons of metal for years, and it just doesn't draw the same for me, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, to each his own. I mean, it, it is what I think is really cool about the cruises is that you're going to go and you're going to see. I mean, at least with the emos not dead cruise, like you're going to see each band perform three times. Yep, and they're going to play different shit. Like you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get album plays. You're going to get some deep cuts. For sure. Um, you'll, get, you'll get like acoustic performances, thing, you know, things like that. Uh, I'm not sure how August Burns Red will do an acoustic performance, for example, but I'm sure they'll do something cool. Hey, you never know. Um, you know what I mean? But, but you're, you're going to see some unique stuff and it's just kind of a good time. Like it's just kind of a mm-hmm. good vibe. Everyone's there. You make, make some friends, you know, um, a party, hang out. So I, I don't know. I, I, uh, for sure. I like, think it's a really, really cool um, thing you know, to experience because um, it's just so much different than, you know, attending a festival like on the, uh, you know, a landlubber festival. For sure. And like, I'm not knocking it. I'm sure it's a great time, right? 
Like it just, when I do something with like a big purchase like that, or I'm going out for a huge festival, there's gotta be like a band that really draws me. Yeah. And typically 70,000 tons of metal. It's like some of the, the, it's the only show that a lot of like European or African or Asian metal bands come to the States to play. Right. So it's like, all right, this is my chance for the next 10 years to see this band. Like, do I want to go on the cruise this year or not? And, you know, I've never actually been, but it's got a little more draw for me. Not a cruise guy, honestly. That's okay. That's okay, Mike. All good. Um, last tour. Best for last because of the absolute irony of this. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Bowling for Soup, taking out Authority Zero and Mest. Nice. On the Getting Old Sucks tour. <laughs> and the Detroit date is on my 30th birthday. Nice, dude. So I will be going and getting old and complaining about how much it sucks all night. Yeah, except you're not old. But hey. Um, hey, you know what? I feel old. It's fun to so. pretend. It's Yeah, it doesn't really matter how old you are if you feel old, does it? Ages in the eyes. That's great. That's great, man. Yeah. And we've we've talked about how we do really love bowling for soup around here. Oh, yeah. Um, they are underrated. And Authority Zero... Their latest record was a it's really, so was it two years ago? Yeah. That was like, a, you know, one of the better punk records that came out. I still do. Uh, what is it? Fire Off Another? That's a great song. Yeah. It's, it, they, they really, really are good. And Mest, um, that's a band that I don't, haven't heard much about in a while. So, mm-hmm. um, and has obviously some classic, classic mall punk vibes there. So. For sure. So let's talk about two weeks ago. Cause that's all I got for news. Sure. Let's talk about it. I kind of had some of my basic thoughts uh, but what what do you want to talk about from two weeks ago? Do you remember? Do you need me to list it out for I, you? I think I need I think I need a little help. Okay. Yes. Um, so our number one that week was the From Joy record. Oh yeah. How'd you like that? Um, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of forgot about it. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I I my notes are more prepared for last week than than two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. However, uh, yes, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, no, I think that that really took me by surprise. You know, uh, it was an artist like not super familiar with mm-hmm. and just kind of like, I, I wouldn't say like surprised me because I knew it was going to be good, but like kind of just a little better than I expected. What did you, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I thought overall, like it was a really good record and kind of exactly where I thought the band was going to be. But I think what really surprised me is when you get kind of newer bands like this, you'll have like the singles will be very good like that. And then the rest of the album will kind of fall flat. I was surprised by the consistently high mm-hmm. or consistent high level of the record where totally just the entire way through it was very good. And I'm cool with that. It was great. Um, no, absolutely. I, I kind of, I think that's what I meant by surprise. It was so good mm-hmm. is that, is that it was really, really, really just really, really nice through, throughout the whole thing. And, uh, and yeah, like concise parts and felt good. And just like a really, really nice kind of buttoned up record there. Like it felt, it felt for sure, felt really, really nice. Um, and then very similar thoughts from me with the King Yosef record as well. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was just everything I love, what he does, right? And I think he just applied it to a full length in a way that's very similar to what he did with the EP, but kind of expanded on the concept. I thought it was very well done. Yeah, agreed. Um, again, the twists and turns are real with that, with that guy and that record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm here for it, man. Like I'm all, I'm all about like some things being a little unexpected and like yep. even a bit jarring at times, but it never Sometimes bothers me because what's that? You need it. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, and when you get those jarring parts in some bands, it can be a real turnoff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the way that he does it and puts it together, it's almost like that's kind of the like, sometimes that's the hook of it. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. the exciting part of it is that you kind of don't know what you're going to get. And um, yeah, uh, this, yeah, this, this guy, like, I mean, a little underrated should not be. I, I, I mean, I hope, I hope this is blowing up. For sure. Uh, we also had that Vomitara record. No Roses on My Grave. Absolutely great, solid, hardcore record. Yeah, I think I missed this one. I'm sorry. I don't think it I happens. listened to that record. I remember the singles, though. Um, yes, I remember, solid. I recommend checking it out. There's this really cool like interlude part that just kind of vibes in the middle. And it's very well done. Mm. Um, did you get a chance to listen to Stormseeker? A little pirate metal? Oh, I did. I think this was a great record. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Like, like there's again, like, you know, um, obviously like, you know, we talked about Ale Storm and, and the comparisons. What I was kind of amazed with was with, with this record is how like they continue to find pirate like themes mm-hmm. through the record, like in tricks, you know, yep. like I, I was like, okay, you know, I'm halfway through the record. Like what else can they do? Like is side B just going to be side A, like kind of just, Done in done backwards or whatever. Yeah, just the puzzle mixed around, and it was pretty good. Like they, yeah. they kind of found a way to keep kind of hold my attention through the record. Um, it Ted definitely takes itself very seriously at times, but Which I, I think I, works for it, right? I know. I I find it kind of cute. Yeah, <laughs> that that it that it does. But yeah, man, if you just if you're like into pirates, but like seriously into pirates, don't miss this for sure. Um. And then the last couple of things that we had that week, uh, the Lunar Chamber EP, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chrome Waves record, really good black gaze, just fun. Yep. And what did you think of the Crown of the Empire record? So, so um, you know, I think that the singles, the singles were solid. I thought the record was like pretty solid too. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the production choices were not my favorite. I mentioned, I, I, I like, and maybe even some of the performances I thought were like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad, like just maybe different or strange or not what I expected. But like, I don't think this is a bad record. I, I think this is like pretty solid. And like, it, you know, I think they're going to, they're going for a lot of the like, you know, the octane, the mainstream stuff. Definitely. Um, And, and I think they're probably going to get it because I think this is, they're kind of giving people or, you know, that demographic, I think something that they're really looking for, mm-hmm. which some of the other bands in like, you know, more of the underground metal core just kind of can't deliver. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was a decent record. Um, definitely not my favorite by any means from the band. I think a real step away from what they've done previously. Um, and I kind of really agree, like a lot of the, there are definitely moments where I just feel like they're going through the motions on the record. Right. And it just doesn't feel like everything's into it. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's some really cool songs that I do like, like dancing with the dead and in another life, those first two singles are absolute bangers. And the rest of this record, I could just, I'm fine. Not hearing again. I don't know. Right. It was okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, I do wonder if like, if it's not so much going through the motions as like, that's kind of like an, like a, a um an intentional stylistic choice maybe mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's that's kind of what I gathered when I listened to the and I know what you mean when I like listen to it but like yeah but overall like I don't know man I mean the band the band knows how to put together 
you know, they know how to, they know how to put it all together. So I, th- I think it's working. For sure. For sure. Um, that kind of covers two weeks ago. Yes. Let's move on to last week. We had number one, Currents, new record, The Death We Seek. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this thing. It is everything I want from the band. It is a, it just feels like the culmination of everything they've been working on this entire time. And it is a phenomenal record. And I think it's their best work. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this band is having a moment right now. And this is an important record for the band. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's solid too. I mean, they're not trying to, they're not reinventing the wheel. Let's be clear. Um, they're, they're playing. They got the roundest damn wheel out there. It's though. a pretty, it's a pretty round wheel. They, they um, you know, this is metalcore, uh, kind of like you've heard before, um, but it's done very well. And I think the vocalist mm-hmm. is really good. I mean, both his, Brian. both his, um, yeah, Brian Willie, I believe is his name. Yep. Both his clean and, and unclean vocals are great. Mm-hmm. Um, the band is putting together some great, some great parts and like, you know, sometimes they have those kind of like in, in Silverstein, we call them like the bonehead moments yeah. where it's like, don't overthink it. Like the, you don't need to have this, like something in an odd time or have something like really complicated to be good and to deliver. Mm-hmm. And they do a great job, I think on like pulling this stuff together and be like, okay, this doesn't need to be like the craziest, most, you know, um, cutting edge metal core part you've ever heard. Yeah. But they are, they find a way to use like those metal block, those metal blocks, those building blocks and um, um, in metalcore in a great way. So yeah, I, I think it's a really solid, solid record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think- you're gonna have to refresh my memory on the other eight records, yeah. uh, um, which, which order they were in. But um, I think I listened to most of them. Yeah, that's fine. I just want real quick thing at the end. I really do agree. I don't think that Currents puts any fluff on any of their songs ever. It is very much the right amount of whatever they need, you know, right amount of guitar complexity. It's very good. No, it's, it's tasteful. It, it's ex- exactly super tasteful. Yes. 100%. Uh, so the next record, number two, I'm just going to go down the list for ease. Um, I know you fucking love this record. The new record living proof by drain. Oh yeah. Oh, this is such an exciting band, such an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're doing like, I don't know. They're just doing hardcore punk the way that it should be done right now. Yeah. It's heavy. It's abrasive, but they're having fun with it too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've seen, I, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the band or if you've seen them like videos of the band, but they're just like, Oh yeah. The singers just like smiling. Like it's just great. Mm-hmm. And then, and then for them to be, to do the descendants cover. Right. And like, yeah. have that be like basically like the biggest song right now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really sound anything like the rest of the record. Are you talking about, is that good, good things? Yeah. Good, good okay. things. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, that's my favorite song on the record. Honestly, <laughs> it, I was, yeah, it's great. It's just funny. Like it's kind of, you know, threw me off a little bit when I heard it, I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's an absolute fire track. And, uh, the band is just like, they're on, they're on like a, a, a great little ride right now. And I, I mean, oh yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see it go like turnstile big. Um, you know, I don't think it's capable of that, but I do think within hardcore, yeah. within the scene, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be something a lot of people are talking about and it should be. For sure. I definitely agree with that. Um, next up, the newest record, The Red to the Ruinous by classic metalcore band Unearth. Oh yeah. I thought this was the, it, it was what my bones needed, right? Totally did. We haven't gotten a record that sounds this old school and this good 
in a long, long time. And like re-listening to this record, like getting through it once, I'm like, wow, that was the perfect amount of what I needed. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't think I'm going to go back to it very soon, but it was really enjoyable. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, Unearth, you, you know, they really, I don't think they get enough credit for how influential they were mm-hmm. um, within Metalcore. They were the first band that I knew of that were playing seven string guitars, you know? Yeah. And they were, they were tuning lower with the seven strings. Um, you know, they were incorporating a lot of like really, you know, like the Swedish elements into American metalcore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of bands weren't doing that yet and they were doing it very, very well. And what's cool about this record is like, I, I would say for me, the classic on earth record is the oncoming storm. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Which I believe came out around Oh four. And mm-hmm. what's great about this record, and I'm a, fa- a big fan of Unearth, is like a lot of these songs could be on that record. Like they sound, mm-hmm. they they haven't really, you know, evolved, or at least they've they have over the years, but they've kind of come back to form. And yeah, I definitely think so too. I think this record is absolutely great. Yeah, because what was their last record? I don't remember. <sighs> it's been a little Extinctions while, right? Or I want to say like, yeah, I'm looking now. It was, it was 2018. Like that one yeah. didn't hit as well for me, but yeah, this is definitely very, very old school, very early two thousands metalcore, and I don't know. I wasn't into it when I was in high school and stuff like that. I had already moved on to like the quote unquote more scene metalcore. That's where I came in. Um, yeah, I think like the earliest metalcore that I had really latched onto was stuff like the Fall of Ideals from All That Remains, the Poison by Bullet for My Valentine, Ascendancy by Trivium, right? And a lot mm-hmm. of people like. Now it's obviously metalcore, but a lot of, back then a lot of people weren't even calling it metalcore. It was still metal at that point because um, it just wasn't hardcore enough. Um, yep. But I don't know. I just, I love but this that was, sound. Yeah, but Unearth like, had, but big part of the reason that Unearth was so important in terms of metalcore was not only were they from the Boston hardcore scene, mm-hmm. um, you know, but they also, their singer was way more of a hardcore singer than a metal singer. Right, the vocals. So the mm-hmm. vocals were were really important in, in in them becoming, you know, so influential with with that. But uh, no, I I, lo- I love the record. I think Unearth's great, and um, glad glad that uh, glad we're talking about them still all these years later. For sure. Uh, and speaking of influential bands, probably one of the most influential up and coming bands in the kind of new metal rap core revival, uh, Dropout Kings, with their new record Riot Music. I had a surprisingly good time with this album. I didn't check it out. Um, but yeah, this band is, you're right. This band is kind of having a moment again, a bit of a resurgence. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like for sure, if you're into that kind of rap, the rap side of sort of like metal core, hardcore, it, this is, this is, will be right up your alley. Yeah. I think it was absolutely fun. I was listening to it on the way home from work. It was a good time. Um, next up, I think you really liked this record. Uh, the Gray in Between by Jerome's Dream. Please tell me you listened to this one. You know what? I didn't. Fuck. And uh, yeah, I think I fucked up. This is the, like, I'm going to say, I had a couple people reach out to me and they're like, man, I really like this record. The guts are good, but holy hell, I cannot get past the production. And I'm telling you straight up, it's 90s emo post-hardcore screamo production. It's rough, but oh, yeah? it is raw and I love it. Like I might be into that though. It, the production choice was very intentional and it works. It's damn. 
It's really, really good. I recommend it. Nice. I, I mean, I'm, I'm into it. Like I, I love that throwback shit, man. Like, oh, yeah. you know, um, like sometimes I wonder if it's a good idea for the band and their career. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, like maybe if you recorded this better, like maybe more people would like, like would listen to it, you know? But like but what's the trade off? Do you I, want a diehard fan base of like 3000 screamo kids who are just like, fight and die for you or do you want like 20,000 monthly listeners? Well, I know. Well, then that's the toss up, right? But I, you know, for me, I'm all about it. Like, sure. Give me that. Give me that raw shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like recorded on a, on a cassette four track. Like I want to hear what, what it sound like, like that, you know, sure. Do that shit. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I do. I do think about that stuff just because I guess, because I'm a man about, I'm a man in the industry, but I I, sure. uh, I do need to check this one out because I've been I've been hearing rumblings about it too. I highly recommend it. Um, next up, Enforcer, their new record, Nostalgia. Oh yeah, yes. You liked this, didn't you? Oh, I love Enforcer. So, yeah, I think they're such a cool band. Um, just because like you never get like a real true throwback like this, you mm-hmm. know? Like the closest like we get Steel- is Steel Panther. Yeah, but this is like Steel Panther, but serious. Yeah. And they're, they're good. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like riffs are cool. Like I, I really like it. And, and I, and they, they kind of find a, a cool way of like making it sound old, but also like having sort of, it's still sort of, sort of sounds like good and modern. Yeah. The production's clean. Yeah. It's clean. It's, I, I really like, I really do like this band. I think it's fun what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them uh, at like a festival or something. I just think, for sure. yeah, I, I, I think it's really, really cool that they're, kind of jumping in with both feet and just kind of being like, you know what? There might be only one, you know, we're the only game in town doing this, but um, doing it pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Next up, Vintercy. Did you get a chance to listen to this one? I did not. I did. Uh, It was kind of what I expected. It's pretty fun. It's just modern proggy death metal that, you know, I think this band, give them an album or two and they're going to be, right up there headlining like thousand cap rooms if they want. Uh, but I yeah. think they need a little time to find exactly their sound because the record as a whole is kind of a little all over the place. Absolutely, man. I, uh, I will, I will give that a, a listen as well. For sure. Uh, next up, we had the new record from atmosphere. So many other realities exist simultaneously. what do you think of this? Did not listen. I do Damn like it. atmosphere. You know, what's crazy about atmosphere is like, been around a long time now. Long time. 20 years probably, right? Yep. If not longer. It's good stuff though. Yeah. What yeah, what's what's the new stuff sound like? Like what are we working with here? Because I, I, I mean, uh, it sounds pretty old school still. Like honestly. Cool. Um cool. I think this record was a little bit more story driven than their last one words. It kind of like leads you along a little bit more. There's some interludes. Uh but overall I think it's really well done record. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, atmosphere, they're just always very positive. It's a good vibe. Um, Absolutely. Totally. The message is is very important and and, uh, yeah, really great. For sure. Um, And then did you listen to the Ed Sheeran record? Of course. Of course I did. Um, Love Ed. Mm -hmm. And uh, the big news, you know, from this past week was him winning. Yeah. Winning this um, lawsuit, um, which I'm glad because I, I really didn't hear the I didn't really didn't hear it. Neither did I. You know? I liked his speech too afterwards. Um, I think he kind of said what everybody in the world's been thinking about. You know, at some point we really do hit this line where 
there's only so many combinations of things you can do, right? And, you know, I don't think that there's any malicious intent in copying going on in no. 99.999% of cases. So, no, I, I don't, I, I, I totally agree. And I do think that there can be stuff, um, you know, unintentionally, um, mm-hmm. you know, lifted. And I do think that, like, in those cases, I think, like, there should be some, you know, recourse. I th- absolutely. Like, you know. For sure. But I do think, you know, the, the what's going to happen is over time, there's going to be more and more music released. It's going to be harder and harder to, you know, <laughs> like come up with things that don't sound like other things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens with it all. Just the state of things. It's uh, definitely, you know, um, a, a, a further conversation we could have some at some point, um, you know, with it all. But um, for sure. But yeah, this record I think is really good. Um, quite honestly, like he he doesn't really ever miss. Mm-hmm. Like even his bad songs, you know, or his like weaker songs. I still think that they serve a purpose in terms of like a, you know, in terms of like a. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, they're 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 saying something, you know what I mean? Like and and yeah, and I don't know. He's got a great voice, and like there's a reason he's one of the biggest artists in the world. Like I I, I really do I really do think he's great. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought overall I didn't vibe this record as much as the last one. Right? Um, I think it took definitely uh, far less of a poppy turn, but I also think that mm. the vibe of the record is a little bit more. Uh, kind of in that sadder space that he's kind of used to, right? Or at least that's where he's like normally is for me. Um, I don't know. I was really missing the kind of like big pop song. I think there was one that I really, really did enjoy. Um, Curtains. That song was fucking great. Um, but the rest of it kind of just passed through me. Um, it was enjoyable, okay. right? Like I'm not upset that I listened to the record, but. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, cool. you know, you know, it'll happen though. Like you'll be hearing these songs that, you know, when you're at, fucking Macy's or whatever and they'll get ingrained in your head and then you'll end up liking them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. We'll see how it goes. Like it happened. Like I think even like the first time I heard The Shape of You, I was like, eh, whatever. And Mm -hmm. now I'm like, oh, that's my fucking jam. I love his song. Do I really like it or has it just been beaten into my brain, you know? Yep. For sure. That, I don't know. That's another... The Red Hot Chili Peppers conundrum. Oh God, no. That's just, (laughs) no. But I do, uh, I do know what you mean. I think a lot of people have been tricked into liking the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. I do, I do believe this. Yes. All right, you ready to get into this week, bud? Let's go, man. We got a long All episode right. today. Yeah, we do. Uh, so we got seven this week, and we're just going to go ahead and get into it. This yeah. is the most stacked week we have had this year in terms of sheer volume of releases that are quality. And unfortunately, there has got to be a loser uh, in this top seven. Um, I mean, uh, if it's even on the list, it's a winner. Yeah. If it's on the list this week, it's a winner. Um, This is Gabby's number one record this week. It is my number seven. Okay. I was kind of bouncing the list off for this week because I didn't know where to put things. Uh, And she is a little upset that this is here, but you know what? It is what it is. Uh, coming from Australia, the new record, Not Without My Ghost by The Amity Affliction. Oh my God, dude, really? Yeah. I put this here because I think this is going to be a great record, but I also feel like through and through, based on the singles, 
this is an Amity record and I don't think they're reinventing their wheel. Wow. Okay. Um, I think this these are like the best singles they've ever done and I think they're so cool. And I do think that they're like kind of changing their approach mm-hmm. because like, I don't think they've ever done stuff that is like, like almost like deathcore influenced. Like how a fast, little bit, yeah. How I mean, fast these like heavy parts are, how fast the drums are, but then, but yet they still have the like, you know, the big choruses, the big hooks. Um, I thought lyrically, these songs were just gut wrenching, like really emotional. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, like, l- like look. Do I think Amity Affliction has ever missed? I mean, yes. I, don't, I think I they mean, have I too, think but they've had, not very much. I think they've had a few a few mis- missteps over the years with, you know, some some of their stuff, some of their some some singles here and there. I don't think they've put out any bad records. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I I think like you know, for this collection of singles to be put together, um, I think this record is going to be phenomenal. Um, I'm glad it's not an honorable mention and it's on the list. Oh, for sure. It never would be. Oh, we'll be talking about this one next week because I, I thought this might be number one. So on a normal week, this would be like number two or three, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't a normal week. And not a normal week. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the record. It's on my desk. I've listened to it. And it's pretty okay. Like it's oh, good. Oh, you have the record already. Oh, yeah, oh that got, changes things. It got dropped off at two. Um, uh, okay. So I spawn it real quick. Um, the singles are really good. They fit really well with the record, right? But I don't know. There's something about it that I just can't move it up, right? Well, I think everything else I'm more excited for. Okay. Well, that's fine. As yeah. Andy Affliction uh, at number seven, number six. Yeah, still a good record. Don't get me wrong. Uh, number six, uh, probably the one of the quickest up-and-coming new deathcore heavy-hitting bands uh, left to suffer with their new record, Feral. This is the band's second album. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that they've been absolutely blowing up lately uh, out on tour with Carnifex, Chelsea Grin of Sulphur. Taylor Barber is featuring on literally every band's track, not even limited to Deathcore. He's been on metalcore and post-hardcore stuff too. Um, and the band's great. Like I'm really excited to hear this album. I think all three singles absolutely rip. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, this is a big record for the band, you know? Mm-hmm. And they kind of have this the sound where like, I know they're touring with, you know, deathcore bands and stuff like that, but they, they do have a, to me kind of a sound that might branch out a little bit more than that. I think so too. I think um, they don't take themselves as seriously as a lot of other deathcore bands. And that mm-hmm. really gives them a lot of freedom. Yeah. There's something a little different about it, which, uh, which I like. And yeah, this, this will be interesting. Cause yeah, this is obviously a huge, huge record for the band. Oh, for sure. You're a deathcore baby. Um, That's right. I think I keep getting drunk and I don't remember what song it is, but Taylor at some point just goes or something like that. And that just pulls me into the song every single time. I think it's hilarious and just <laughs> super cool. Anything that's not a bleh or a brie gets to my attention even more. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Um, So number five, this one's interesting and I am, Keen to see what you think because there was only one single from this. Uh, oh, I don't know if you yeah. went back and listened to their previous EPs and stuff, but based on those, I think the new record "Holy Design" by Soul Keeper out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, is about to absolutely uh, blow up. I think that they Dude. are one of the coolest kind of 
mathy, chaotic metalcore bands right now. Uh, it's great. Yeah. It's just got reckless abandon for absolutely everything going on in the scene. And they've just kind of made their own thing. And I love this single and I'm really excited for the rest of the record. I'm so excited for it too. And I actually don't, I'm not familiar with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not go back and check out their previous work. So I have literally only heard one song ever from this band mm-hmm. and it is a single and it is an absolute banger. It's hard to describe. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. chaotic math core, uh, reckless abandon. It has a certain kind of emotion to it that I really like. Mm-hmm. It almost reminds me of like, if every time I die took like a different path at some point in their career, if they became and went like a little more grind. like extreme, what's that? If they became like cyber grind or yeah, something like, like you that. You know what I mean? Like if they really modernized their sound at some point, like this might sort of be where they turned out. That's like, I know it's not a, it's not a perfect comparison by any means, but mm-hmm. I am excited about this. And um, yeah, I really, really dug it. Like this thing just grooved and um can't wait to can't wait to hear this band and, and check out their their previous stuff too. Um, For sure, yeah, straight out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Don't hear from any bands from that area either. Not really. Great city too. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, San Diego's own Cattle Decapitation with their new record mm. Terrasite. Um, this is another one that I got early. I got it on Monday. I've listened to this record four times. Uh, this is the best cattle decapitation record in 20 plus years saying that. I mean, like this is their best record ever. Um, it is fucking unrelenting. It is absolutely incredible. And I think Travis Ryan is one of the best vocalists in all of metal. Yes. His cleans are just so fucking underrated because nobody sounds like him. It's, this band's band is fucking amazing. They, I just love, like, I just love talking about this band. They're like watching what they've done over, yeah, like mm-hmm. two plus decades. Um, because like they never rested on their laurels. They never tried to make the same record over and over again. Yep. They never just pandered to their fan base. They continued to push forward. They continued to like get better and better and better, and like they compete with the modern bands, with the modern production, the bands that are like, you know, I mean, you know, like trying to, Oh, we're going to like, you know, play circles around these guys. It's like, uh, uh, like cattle decapitation holds their own. Mm -hmm. They always have, but now they do even more than they did before. And it's really, really cool to see, um, just them becoming like one of the, they're one of the goats. Yeah, for sure. I think like one of the things we said about currents where, they don't floof it up, right? Neither does cattle decap. It's exactly what it needs to be. It's never anything over. And I mean, you said that they're competing with like the newer bands. I think the newer bands are still competing with cattle decap yeah, and, try- sure. and trying to overthrow them. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it's just really, really, it's inspiring, you know, to see a band that can continue to like just be at such a high level and mm-hmm. not just because of nostalgia, not just because they made some cool records or they were groundbreaking at some point. They're still groundbreaking. I know it's fucking crazy. Really good. And like really, really good. I love the memes about the album artwork too, how it looks like the locust from bugs life. Have you seen those? <laughs> no, I haven't, but that's funny. Oh, uh, it's pretty good. I'll send it to you after this. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, next up, this is a weird one. Uh, because I am awarding 
two albums, the number three position. Oh boy, you really thought about this. Okay. That's because the Acacia Strain is releasing two albums. Are they? Uh, yeah. So if I had a nickel for the amount of bands that did a fast hardcore record and a slow doom metal record in 2023, mm-hmm. I'd have two nickels. Um, <laughs> the other bands, Ulthar, if you're curious, but I'm pretty sure that everybody is stoked more for the Acacia Strain one. Uh, the first record, Step Into the Light, is the kind of hard, fast, hardcore record. It's the one that we've gotten all three singles from. Uh, it's about to be 24 minutes long, I think. And Failure Will Follow is about 40 minutes with three songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the Acacia Strain just fucking rip all the time. So they haven't... Okay, that's a good question. Okay, so I got questions. So they haven't released anything from the nope. slower record. Nope. Okay. So, so mm-hmm. this this is what I'm keen about because normally the Acacia Train number one band, right? Um, stacked week, it is what it is. But we know they can pull off this fast and hard sound that we've gotten from the three singles. Like this is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more thrashy. Very grindy. Very almost grindcore. Some like, yeah. one song, the really short one. But it, um, it's thrashy. It's, yeah, it's not a departure from their normal sound, but compared not to too much, we're going to write twenty-minute songs. Yeah, and that's what I'm interested to see. Because mm-hmm. I think you know, if the Acacia Strain can succeed with this slower second record, Failure Will Follow, I think they will cement themselves as one of, if not the greatest deathcore bands of all time. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just really excited for this. Like, I don't think this band misses. No, um, no. And I feel like we, they've been, you know, they've their releases have been a little fewer and further between over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, I, I don't know exactly the release schedule I'm in front of me, but to get two records from them is exciting. To get two different sort of conceptual based records is exciting. And I've always liked the fast side of them, mm-hmm. the, the kind of chaotic side um, to that that they're pulling off. I think like Vincent's voice really lends itself well to that. Also, yep. so um, I'm here for it. I love the singles, and um, for me, I know you're excited in the, the slow stuff. For me, that's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll be probably be something I should put on and kind of groove. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it is. Maybe it'll surprise me. But I'm I'm all for like a 24 minute fast hardcore record from Casey Australian. Like I think that oh, that's, that sounds incredible. For sure, I think it's interesting to me when a band makes a slower record or makes kind of a doomy record because I think that is what really kind of separates the good bands from the great ones. Because I think, you know, there's definitely talent in making kind of like a more hardcore record, but at the end of the day, it's fast. You're throwing paint to the wall and you can afford to like mess up and not do some stuff perfectly on a two minute song. And it's going to get overlooked a little bit. Whereas when you're doing these like super long songs that are slower and they have less notes and there's more open space, like yeah, if you mess something up, it is glaring and it is right there and it ruins 15, 20 minutes, right? At times. Yeah, man. Of just build. So I'm really interested to see what they do. I'm excited. I love this band. I don't think they're going to mess it up, right? Well put. Yeah, well, there's there's the Acacia Strain with a couple records. Yeah. It's like that Blood Incantation record a while ago. You remember that mm-hmm. where instead yep. of doing death metal, they did kind of the ambient stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much but more I, vulnerable. I like, this, I like this, though, for Acacia Strain, because from, from oh, their yeah. fans' perspective, you're still going to... So everyone's going to be happy, right? Yeah. 
So, so I think it's awesome. For sure. Um, number two, we're coming to the best state in the entire country. Good old Michigan, Lansing specifically mm. for the new record, Why Would I Watch by Hot Mulligan. Yeah. One of the most unique and greatest pop punk bands to exist. Um, I think this band's got the right level of quirkiness, brutal honest lyricism, and just absolute pop punk bangers, right? Yeah. This band's perfect. Oh, yeah. Just I can't say I can't say anything negative about this at all. Like it's so original sounding. They have their own sound, but it's so it's so catchy, mm-hmm. but it's kind of heavy sometimes. Yeah. Like it's abrasive, it's in your face, but doesn't go over the top. And then yeah, I don't know, man. I just the lyrics are like the lyrics are like kind of fucked up, honestly. Yeah, um, they get you good. But I'm okay with that, you know? Like let's let's be fearless with our lyrics, people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we we don't necessarily like I know a lot of people are like a little more scared these days of maybe putting themselves out there. Uh the singer's name I don't know the singer's name, I forget his name actually. Whatever um, his I name is, too. if he's writing these lyrics, goddamn, he's putting himself out there and good for him. Mad kudos. Cause uh yeah, this is in your face, raw. Nathan. And Nathan, he, I did know he that. He goes by Tades, I guess. Hmm. I, I, I did know that though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it rocks. Absolutely rocks. Can't wait. Um, last record was amazing. This one's probably mm-hmm. gonna be even better. So, I think so yeah, too. let's go. Uh, this could be a number one for sure for me. Oh, for sure. Um, me too, honestly. This is one that I was tossing up the most, um, mm-hmm. especially because I've been seeing this band forever, right? Um, yeah. I just love all their stuff. And, you know, I think we had kind of like a, I'm not going to say, it, we've had a valley in pop punk right now, uh, where overall, I think the quality just is not there as compared to mm-hmm. like 2015 time period. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it's kind of oversaturation and genuinely... Uh, there aren't as many bands that are just kind of open with it. I think you've got bands like Goalkeeper, Arms Length, and Hot Mulligan as kind of like the crowning achievements right now. And they're just pumping out absolute heat. So I'm very excited for this record. For sure. There's there's lots of good stuff. I mean, I'll add Real Friends to the pile. Oh, uh, yeah, they're making too. some good stuff. I mean, you know, Midwest, some good Michigan Midwest uh, pop punk. You, you love mm-hmm. to see it. You just love to see it. That we do. That's great. All right. Uh, that's Hot Mulligan at number two. We're going to get into the number one album of the week after this little, little break. We'll be right back, everybody. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back. We are. Officially back. You ready for the number one? Yeah, I think I know what it is. Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is because it just fits... It fits the mic MO, right? It does. Uh, new record, Mother from Veil vale of Maya. Uh, Veil vale of Maya, probably one of the most consistently groundbreaking bands in the metalcore, deathcore scene, uh, wherever yeah. they decide to land their record. Um, this band's just got like an absolute flair for A, catchy choruses, B, composition, and B, instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, really just kind of tracks everything. And, you know, the band dumpstered an album 
because it didn't like, I don't remember exactly. I think they wrote it at a different time, like before the pandemic and it just ended up like not fitting with exactly what they want. Crazy. Those, that album had the singles members only outsider Visera and outrun four of the best songs in the band's catalog. And they followed it up with four more incredible singles. And, you know, I just think this record's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of respect for Vilmaya and what they've done. And you're right. They do. They do have it firing on all cylinders with what the band is capable of doing. My only gripe with the singles mm-hmm. is God damn, are they ever abrasive? Yeah. Um, it is like very chaotic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, what the hell is even going on? It's like, am I listening to a band or am I listening to like the sounds of a factory right now? Yeah. Like it is really it crazy. Some stuff is like almost a little hard to understand and I'm a musician. So mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what, what is happening there? That's crazy. Um, and I'm sure like in time, uh, I would probably really like this. And I'm sure a lot of people looking for this are going to be all about it. Yeah. But that being said, there are a couple singles that do deliver the, the catchy parts and stuff, um, that you were, you were talking about. And I think overall, this record is going to be very interesting mm-hmm. to see kind of where all these pieces land yeah, because I, mean- I don't. Because I think that that's important with a record like this mm-hmm. to have the right kind of flow. You know what I mean? Yep. And for me, Veil of Maya has never been a singles band. I don't play less songs except for Mikasa just because that's one of the greatest songs to ever be written in the scene. Uh, they're an album band. You put on uh, Mother or whatever other record you want to put on, really. Like, my head's drawing a blank right, right now. Like, Matriarch or False Idol or Eclipse even. Like, you toss on whatever and it's going to be a ride. And I'm expecting the same from this record. Um, it's our first record from the band since 2017. So here it go. Yep. 2017. Holy shit. Yeah. That is a long, that is a long wait. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, no, I mean, they're great. They're a great band. Uh, it's a really stacked week. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the hot Mulligan record could have been number one. Um, I do too, and I made the, the list. Casey Strain records, you could have combined them to make a number one too. However, yeah. uh, I trust you, and I'm sure that this Veil of Maya record is going to be something special, especially when you're talking about them not having a record for six years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy. Crazy as hell. Want to get some honorable mentions? Let's do it. Cool. First honorable mention. Um, this one's going to probably coolest band name of the year, uh, for a new band that I found. This band's called Chained to the Bottom of the Ocean. Okay. I think that's a fucking sick band name. Um, and they're, they make great music. It's some cool, like death doom metal. Very vibey. Nice. Uh, new record kind of in the same vein from Burial Clouds. Um, this is a newer band to me. They're on, um, gosh, I can't remember the same record label as like Svalbard and Respire though. So that's how I kind of found about nice. or found out about okay. them. Super cool stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, new record cool. from the Rocket Summer. Oh yeah. I have no idea what this record's going to be about. Good Honestly, old Bryce. I haven't heard Bryce, a song right? yet. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Guy rocks, man. Really underrated. Honestly, like I know it was had it really had his day in the sun back in the mm-hmm. like early mid two thousands and got really popular. But man, like I still think kind of underrated because really really good songwriter. For sure. I haven't listened to any of the singles. Um, it's definitely one of those things I think we're going to end up talking about next week. For sure. 
Uh, and then kind of classic deathcore. Um, do I even want to call it deathcore? I don't know. Yeah, deathcore, sure enough. Uh, band, The Sawtooth Grins, putting out a new record. So make sure you check that out. Nice. Um, as far as singles go, let's just start strong. Uh, new Tenacious D single. It's called Video Games. It's a minute and a half, and it's a fun time. Fun. Um, starting, just keep the strong going. Queens of the Stone Age, new single, album announcement. Um, for those that don't know, this is one of my favorite kind of rock bands. Um, I think they're great. I don't think they've missed. Um, the song's great and kind of exactly what I wanted from the band. Even though it's been sure. a while, it kind of invo- evolved. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do. Um, Creeping Death, new single. Pretty good death nice. metal. Love that stuff. Uh, yep. New single from hardcore band Incendiary. Make sure you check that mm-hmm. out. Definitely. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars, new song. Oh. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. Um, I, I will scared, listen to honestly. that. I honestly think 30 Seconds to Mars, they get a lot of shit. For Jared Leto being himself, you know, let's just, can we just say a weirdo? I don't know. Like whatever you want to say, uh, there's been some, some, some stuff that's going on, gone on, but like pound for pound, man, they have some absolute fucking banger songs. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So they, this could be one of those. We'll see. Uh, new song from chamber featuring Matt Honeycutt from Kubla Khan. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Uh, new Thy Art is murder album or song and album announced, right? Uh, it's mm-hmm. an absolute ass beater. They kind of go back to their roots on this one. Not going to lie. It's good. They've been, hey, they've been at the top of their game for a while, man. They're For sure. Uh, kind of in the same vein. Humanity's Last Breath, new single. Deathcore, heavy stuff. Awesome. Um, new song from Teenage Wrist. Make sure you check mm-hmm. that out. Okay. Hoping that's leading up to a new record soon. Uh, same with, um, I think, Conquer Divide. But I think they just announced the record today, too, though. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't remember the name of it, but first album in seven or eight years, all female metalcore band, super cool stuff. Make sure you check that out. Tight. Love it. Uh, new song from Rhapsody of Fire, Power Metal. Good times. Um, new song from Caskets. We love Caskets here, and it's mm-hmm. featuring Telly from The Word of Life. Cool. Yeah. Uh, new song from Corn. 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 It's got the we'll juice. See. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, same thing with new Venge Sevenfold single, second off the new record. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, the first one was pretty weird. So, yeah. Uh, new single from Seven Dust. Make sure you check that out if you're into them. Uh, as well as a new song from Wounded Touch. We talked about that band here on the show before. They're absolutely yep. great. Very good. Very heavy. Oh, yeah. Michigan, uh, too, right? Yep. Same thing. Uh, some more heavy music from Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as a new single from Traders, hoping they get an album out here pretty soon because they're just great. Um, they sure are. Let's just talk about another Michigan band. This one's kind of a weird one, but it's probably one of my favorite indie groups. Um, Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. They're very cool. They're very chill. Um, they played at my fraternity house once. That was a very strange night. Okay. Um, yeah, they're just a good time. Check them out. Okay. Uh, new single from Hot Milk. Love Hot Milk. Oh, yeah. Uh, continu- continuing the train of bad band names. New single from Pupil Slicer. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about them every week, I swear. I love them. And I love Hot Milk. They are good. I, I just love band names that make everybody else uncomfortable. Very. Both of them are very uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, new song from Waster without the Acers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
great pop punk band. I think that record's coming out here in a couple weeks. So I'm pretty excited yeah, for underrated that. Underrated band. Um, Asking Alexandria, new song, the 15 minute teaser actually sounds heavy. So I'll be interested to see how light the rest of the song is around that. 15 minute teaser? Or 15 second. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Okay. No, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. You know, bands do this. They release the like 15 second teaser of the breakdown in the screens and they're like, we're heavy again, guys. And then right. it comes back and it's like, no, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It has happened. Yes. And speaking of absolute heavy as hell bands, our last honorable mention, make them suffer, have been added to Sharp Tone Records, have released a new single. And honestly, Sharp Tone Records has just assembled the infinity gauntlet of metalcore bands. I don't think there's another label that's really on their level right now, except maybe UNFD. Uh, but even then, it just doesn't feel the same. Uh, new song's an absolute banger. I think the band's firing in all cylinders. And, you know, if we get an album that's like Doom Switch and like this song all the way through, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if it's album of the year for a lot of people. Yeah. No, they're awesome. Uh, make Them Suffer. It's been a, kind of a slow burn for the band mm-hmm. over the years. Obviously, always good. Um, but now like, yeah, seeing kind of like post pandemic kind of how they've started to really make a name for themselves again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really great to see and a sharp tone is probably the right spot for them. So I think so. Yeah, it's, it sounds good. I, uh, I'm all, all about it. Same here. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got next okay. week is the week. Um, yeah, this week was the week. Last week was the week. Next week's the week. It's the the week. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is everybody really, really needs to make sure they hit the subscribe, follow button, whatever it is, and they have to tune in next week. For sure. And I mean, if you know me and you know how excited I am right now, uh, you probably can put together what is coming out next week. So. Yeah. <coughs> Keep token. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Might might crack might crack the top uh, seven. Uh, yeah. Might, might crack the year. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Oh. Cannot wait. Big week next week, everyone. The week. Yep. So yes. Sorry for tune everybody in. else putting out a record next week. Tune in. And you're going to have to hear, you're going to have, like, not only is next week big because that record's coming out, but the week after is going to be even bigger because we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to, are we, you remember when we did a track by track for, uh, Bring me the horizon. Should we do track Let's by do track it. for sleep token? I love that idea. Let's cool. do it. Let's do the track by track. It's been a while. Totally. It's yeah, it's been a while. And it's like, obviously a record that not only do we both care about, mm-hmm. uh, there's some haters out there, man. There definitely like, are. Like the, there's some of the haters. There's a lot of people like, I don't get sleep token. What's go? I don't get it. Like, and well, we'll tell you why you need to get it. But um, yeah, there are some haters, so sure. that'll be it'll be a bit of a polarizing uh, episode potentially. But we will talk uh, about it two weeks I'm from now, excited. and next week we will uh, deliver the list. Um, are there uh, any? Do you you don't know if there's going to be any more Sleep Token singles before the record drops? Uh, I've heard rumors of one single, not this week, so maybe it'll be like a Wednesday or something like that next week. Just like one last mm-hmm. little drip feed of hype. I and probably won't listen to it. Um, and no, and no um, sign of any pre-orders coming in your mailbox yet, right? Uh, I have had labels created, and but they haven't been sent oh. out yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty excited. I'm waiting for my first listen. Uh, see, I don't know. 
what I'm going to do. If I'm going to stay up until midnight on the Thursday next week and listen to it, or if I want to wait until 1230 mm-hmm. um, and listen to it, because I'm getting a Sleep Token Tattoo on release day. So, Oh, look at that. Very exciting stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably midnight. <sighs> Probably midnight. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll be listening. For sure. Mike, thanks for the list. Thanks for everything. And thanks for absolutely killing it solo last week. Of course, buddy. And um, we will chat very mm-hmm. soon, everybody. Make sure you follow Mike on Instagram for the full list and more. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. For sure. Peace and love, everybody. Peace.